بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين الحديث السابع وعشرون النواس بن سمعان رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال البر حسن الخلق والإثم ما حاك في نفسك وكرهت أن يطلع عليه الناس رواه مسلم وعن وابسة بن معبد رضي الله عنه قال أتيت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال جئت تسأل عن البر قلت نعم قال استفت قلبك البر مطمأنت إليه النفس وطمأن إليه القلب والإثم ما حاك في نفسك وتردد في صدري وإن أفتاك الناس وأفتوك وأفتوك حديث حسن رويناه في مسندي الإمامين أحمد بن حنبل والدارمي بإسناد حسن This hadith of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is in fact the 27th hadith uh, that uh, narration an uh, authority of Nawas Ibn Sam'an an, and that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that al-birru that righteousness is good character and wrongdoing and ithm, sin, is that which wavers and, and roams in your soul and you dislike the people to uh, find out about it. And this is this part of this hadith is in Sahih Muslim. Then he mentions another narration, and Wabi Sayyid bin Ma'bad radiyallahu and that he said, I came to the Messenger, I came to the Messenger, asking him, and, uh, and the Messenger, the Messenger said, You have come to ask about righteousness. And I said, Yes. And he said, Ask your heart, consult your heart. Righteousness is that which the soul feels at ease. You feel at ease, feeling tranquility. And the heart feels tranquil regarding that. This is righteousness. And wrongdoing is that which roams around the soul and causes uneasiness in the, in the, in the heart. Even though people may repeatedly give legal verdicts in its favor, it still roams in the heart. Now, in this hadith is Hassan and is transmitted uh, in the Musnad of uh, Imam Ahmed and also the Musnad of Imam Darimi Ta'ala and the chain is Hassan. It's a sound chain. It's a sound chain Hassan which is acceptable as it relates to the authentic, uh, the authentic nature of this hadith. The first point we're going to mention regarding this hadith, or these two narrations, and that is fundamental that these two narrations are regarding bir, what is the essence of righteousness, bir, and how does righteousness uh, be actualized? Definition of bir is that comprehensive word that encompasses everything that is good. And that's like taqwa, jami only kulli khisal khair. Like taqwa, they have the same definition in that regard. And al-birr is the opposite of birr, righteousness, is al-ithm, wrongdoing. 
And Allah subhanahu wa explained this in the Quran where he says, وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَتَقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ And cooperate, all of you, upon righteousness and piety. And the opposite, do not cooperate عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ So upon wrongfulness and wrongdoing and enmity. So wrongdoing, ithm, is the opposite of bir. Point number two. And that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-birru husnul khulaq. That righteousness, hadi nukta tuthaniya ya ahibba. Righteousness is good character or good etiquette. And that does not mean that right, all of righteousness is uh, good manners. Or rather, anna husnul khulaq naw'un azimun min anwa'il bir. And that is that basically, the barakallahu fikum, Righteousness is a major aspect of, sorry, a good character, good manners is a major aspect of righteousness. Husn khuluq no'un azim. It's a main, mighty aspect of righteousness. Which is why the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, al-birru husn khuluq. And that is, righteousness is good uh, etiquette, good manners. Because this is a major part of righteousness. Just like the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, al-hajju arafah. He said, hajj is Arafah, standing in Arafah, the wuquf uh, on Arafah. As we know, right, hajj, as relates to the rights, are more than Arafah. But the Messenger wasallam said, al-hajju Arafah, because it's a major, it's a major part of the rights of hajj. Al-wuquf bi Arafah is a major part of hajj. So likewise, al-bir husn al-khuluq, Good character and good etiquette is a major part of righteousness. Similarly, we have the statement of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam in Hadith Akhrajhu Abu Dawood, rahimahullah taala wa Tirmidhi wa Nisa'i fi al-Kubra wa Ibn Majah wa Musnad wa fi Musnad Imam Ahmad rahimahullah taala jamiyan al-du'a'u huwa al-ibada. Supplication is worship. As we know, supplication is more than uh, uh, worship is more than supplication. There are different types of worship: bedaniya, qalbiya. There's worships of the heart, worships of the limbs, and worships of the lisan of the tongue. But the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, "Ad-du'a'u huwa al-ibada." Supplications is worship because of the mighty role that supplication has in worship. As we know, supplication enters in different types of ibadat. It has a mighty presence as it relates to worship because of its importance. Likewise, in this hadith, husn uh, khuluq, righteousness, has a major, sorry, husn khuluq, good character, has a major role as it relates to al-bir, righteousness. Good character. Ya ikhwati al-kiram. Husn khuluq, good character. The fundamentals of good character is having good character with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is establishing a tawheed. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sincere for his religion. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not associate partners with Allah. Do not make partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is from good etiquettes and good character from this hadith, Husn al-Khuluq. So the pinnacle of righteousness is establishing a tawheed.
And that is having good manners of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ati'u Allah wa ati'u Rasul. Obey Allah and obey the messenger. Good etiquette is to obey Allah in the commandments and staying away from his prohibitions. And secondly, we have good etiquette with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that is having, uh, following his sunnah. Alaykum bi sunnati. Upon you is my sunnah. Iyakum wa muhadathatil umur. Stay away from bid'ah. Have respect for the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the sunnah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him with. Wa mayantiqu anil hawa. In huwa ila wahin yuha. Doesn't speak from his desires. It's a revelation revealed to him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ma atakum ur rasul. Fakhudu. Wa ma nahakum anhu. Fantahu. Whatever the messenger gives you, then take. And whatever he tells you to stay away from, then stay away from it. Khudu anni manasikukum. Sallu kama ra'itumuni. Usalli. Take from me. Your rights in Hajj. Follow the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's ruling and his actions. Sallu Usalli. And pray like you have seen me pray. Follow the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, some good etiquette, some good manners. So therefore those who oppose Allah and oppose the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam have no righteousness. They have no husn khulaq. Because the fundamental of good character is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thumma rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam naam. From husnul khuluq. It's husnul khuluq with your parents. Birrul walidain. Having good etiquette with your, uh, your, your mother and your father. Wabil walidaini ihsana. And be good to your parents. Naam. This is from husnul khuluq. And Husnul Khuluk is also having good etiquette with the people. As the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said in a hadith that we've mentioned previously in this Arba'een, and that is, وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقِ حَسَنًا or حَسَنٍ And that is, treat the people with good etiquette. Be good manners with the people. Having good manners with your neighbors, good manners with your family, your, par- your, your children. Having good manners with those in your society, having good manners with your fellow Muslims, and having good manners with the kuffar. Because verily, this is good da'wah. And the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was a prime example of good etiquette. قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَإِنَّكَ لَا عَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ And you are indeed upon a high station in good etiquette. النُقْتَةُ الرَّابِعَ The fourth point. And that is that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Well, ithmu, and sins, wrongdoing. And as we said, wrongdoing, didduhu, al-bir, is the opposite of bir. And this is, ma yu'thimu min al-akhlaqi wal-a'mali wal-aqwal. And that is that which an individual sins as it relates to their character, as it relates to their action, and as it relates to their statement. That thing that an individual sins, as it relates to their uh, etiquette, their manners, akhlaq, and as it relates to their actions and speech. Al-Ithm. Na'am. Nuqtatu khamisa. The fifth point. Ma haka fi nafsik. Yani tara ala nafsik. Wahaddathat bihi nafs. Walakin sahibahu yakrahu. And that is... The ithm, the definition of, of what, what we know, what, what is uh, a sin, is that which roams around the body, 
the self, the soul of the individual. Uh, and the individual hates it. And in, in another hadith, the Messenger وسلم, says, is roaming, waving around his chest. Raise, roaming around his chest. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like that feeling. He doesn't want the people to see it. He doesn't want the people to notice the sin that he has or that action that he has, 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 has performed or that statement that he has said. He doesn't want the people to see it. And what kind of an individual is this? The one that we're talking about, the nafs. This is the nafs and mu'min. This is the believer, not the fajir, not the criminal, not the kafir. The believer who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who has his fitrah. And murad bi nafsuna nafsul mu'min at-taqi. The believer that has taqwa, not the fajir. فَهُوَ لَيْسَ مِزَانًا لِلْبِرِّ وَالْإِثْمِ The fajir, the criminal is not a measuring stick for righteousness or sins. Because the mujrim, the criminal, the sinner, his, his, his heart is marid. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, إِنَّ فِي الْجَسَدِ مُضْغَةً إِذَا صَلُحَتْ صَلُحَتْ جَسَدُ كُلُّ وَإِذَا فَسَدَتْ فَسَدَتْ جَسَدُ كُلُّ أَلَا وَهِيَ الْقَلْبِ There is a flesh, also in the, in the body, and if it's pure, the whole body is pure, and if it's corrupted, the whole body is corrupted, and that is the heart. So if it's corrupted with sins and shirk and bid'ah and ma'asi and disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, persistent disobedience, no tawbah, no istighfar, no repentance, not seeking tawbah, not, not recanting, and the individual's heart is full of, uh, is marid and is sick, then no doubt is what he feels is not a measuring stick as it relates to bir, as it relates to righteousness and uh, al-ithm and wrongdoing because obviously the mujrim leans the criminal leans and enjoys sinning and he leans towards sinning so therefore that which he dislikes is more, more than likely obedience so therefore we do not uh, intend here on the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam rather he doesn't intend here when he says nafsik, that which roams in your soul in yourself he doesn't mean the soul of the fajr is a soul of the believer that is pious. A nukta to uh, a sadis, and that is that the messenger, uh, and that is that this hadith, barakallahu fi himself, asl nazim. That this hadith is asl nazim, wa huwa min jawami al kalimi alati utiha al nabiyu sallallahu alayhi al nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that is that this is an, a fundamental, uh, a, a mighty fundamental, and this hadith. Barakalafikum is from the Jamil Kalim, it's from those statements of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which are portionless in small in portions or short, but with immense and succinct, but with immense meaning. Succinct with immense meaning. And that is that which the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, and verily, I have been given the ability to mention statements in short, but with intense meaning. But with intense meaning now. Point number seven. And that is that in, this, in the hadith of Wabisa ibn Ma'bad, radiyallahu anhu, who jaya ila nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yurida an yas'alahu. 
And the, 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 the next benefit that we're going to take from this hadith is in the narration. As we know, we have two narrations in this, uh, in this, 40, this 27th uh, hadith. And that is that in the narration of Wabisa, Ibn Ma'bad radiyallahu an, he came to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, lakin Rasulillahi, an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ibtadarahu wa qala, jitta tas'ala, or jitta tas'alu anil bir. Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam preceded him. As he came, he, he said to him, you've come to ask about righteousness. Before Wabisa mentioned anything, the Messenger said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you've come to ask about righteousness. Another narration. And so the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, uh, sorry, in another narration, أُخْبِرُكَ أَوْ تَسْأَلْنِي I tell you or you ask. So here, Barakallahu, you can point here, uh, Al-Muhim, is that it's from the Alamat al-Nubuwa. It's the signs of the prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In that Allah revealed to him what Wabisa was going to ask. And this is a proof of the prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described to him what Ithim was. And he described to him what, uh, sorry, what righteousness was. And he described to him what Ithim was. And this is from uh, the Barakallahu Fikum, the signs of the prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The ninth point that, or eighth point that we're going to mention here is... No doubt, every one of us would like to be from those individuals who can consult their soul regarding an act. And if the act, you feel at ease with it, then you know it's more than likely piety. And we want to be the individuals who has the pure heart and soul that if an act, you're embarrassed regarding this act, and you don't want people to see you do this act, then we know that it's ithm, so we stay away from it. And this is a reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to the people of taqwa. Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in tattaqullaha yaja'al lakum furqana. If you fear Allah, Allah will give you the criterion. A furqan, a furqan, the criterion is a tamyizu bayn al-khayri wa shar. And that is the ability to distinguish between good and evil. So the person who is obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the person that, as we mentioned, establishes a tawheed, the highest level of taqwa is a tawheed, establishes a tawheed, follows the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the people of taqwa. وَأَنَّ هَذَا الصِّرَاطِ مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُونِي وَلَا تَأْتَبِ سُبَلْ فَتَفَرَّقُ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِي ذَلِكُمْ وَصَاكُمْ بِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Follow the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the straight path. Follow it. And do not follow other paths because it will divert you from his path. Allah's path. ذَلِكُمْ وَصَاكُمْ بِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ That I advise you with, perhaps you have taqwa. So the person upon the sunnah, the people of the sunnah are the people of taqwa. People of bid'ah are not people of taqwa. The people of taqwa are those who obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obey the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and understand and implement this deen al-hanif, this beautiful religion according to the understanding of the Sahaba. 
And this person is a person of taqwa. And the reward of this taqwa, in tattaqullaha yaj'al lakum furqan. If you fear Allah, have taqwa of Allah, you will have that criterion, that ability to distinguish between al-ithm and, uh, and al-bir, that ability to distinguish between uh, wrongdoing and sins. This hadith, barakallahu feekum, is an amazing hadith. It's upon us to reflect upon this hadith and know that al-jaza'u min jins al-amal, that the reward is based upon what you earn. So if we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we obey the, the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and follow the sunnah, then insha'Allah, bi-ibnillahi ta'ala, we will be from those who are able to do istifta' and, and, uh, and ask their hearts as it relates to certain issues and how, how if they feel ease with it, then it's righteousness. And if they feel uncomfortable and, and do not want the people to see it, then they, it is wrongdoing. Even if you get a fatwa as, as, uh, Sheikh Saleh Fawzan, uh, Rahimullah, Hafizullah Ta'ala, he said, فَعَلَى Muslim أَنْ يَتَّخَذْ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ مِيزَانًا يَسِيرُ عَلَيْهِ فِيمَا يَسْمَعُ أَوْ يُقَالْ أَوْ يُكْتَبُ مِنَ الْفَتَاوَى خُصُوصًا فِي هَذَا الزَّمَنْ أَوْ زَمَانْ And that is that is upon the Muslim, he said, حفظه الله, Sheikh Saleh Al-Fawzan, is upon the Muslim that he takes this hadith as a measuring stick uh, that he moves upon on uh, transverses with regarding that which he hears or it is said or has been said or has been written from fatwas, from rulings, especially in this time. Because there are many people who give fatwa without taqwa and fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the individual has to use this hadith as a mizan, as it relates to that. And again, we're talking about the person who is sincere, the person who wants to haq, not the person who wants ulterior, uh, ulterior motives, or a person upon his be or bid'ah or shirk or, or, or ma'asi and stuff like that. Now, that which is intended is the nafs al mu'min at taqi, the soul of the believer that is pious. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the mutaqeen and to be from those who obey him subhanahu wa ta'ala and stay away from his prohibitions and follow the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and stay away from bid'ah so we can have that heart that is clean that heart that is pure, that affects the whole body, that makes the whole body pure and free, free, and free ourselves from the sins and discrepancies that tarnish the pureness of one's soul and body. So we ask Allah to make us, to give us tawfiq, to be from the mutaqeen. Al-Hadith al-Thamin wa Ishroon. The 28th hadith in this amazing compilation of 40 hadith of Anawi, rahimahullah ta'ala. عن أبي النجيح الإرباد بن سارية رضي الله عنه قال وعذنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم موعظة وجلت منها القلوب وذرفت منها العيون فقلنا يا رسول الله كأنها موعظة كأنها موعظة مودع فأوصينا قال أوصيكم بتقوى الله عز وجل وسمع والطاعة وَإِنْ تَأَمَّرَ عَلَيْكُمْ عَبْدٌ حَبَشِيٌ فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَرَى اخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَّتِي وَسُنَّتِ خُلُفَاءِ الرَّاشِدِينَ مَحْدِيِينَ عَدُّوا عَلَيْهَا بِنَوَاجِذْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ فَإِنَّ كُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ رواه ترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح 
amazing hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this hadith and Irbad Abu Najih Irbad ibn Sariyah radiyallahu an and he said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave them a maw'idah he gave them an admonition that their hearts were filled with fear and eyes were filled with tear and the and they were they, they were crying so we said oh messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam it is as though this is a farewell sermon so counsel us advise us and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said usikum bi taqwallah we advise you with the fear of allah and to listen to and obey yani the ruler and even if a slave were to become your amir or your ruler naam because verily those who live long from amongst you will see great division and ikhtilaf and controversy so alaykum bi sunnati upon you is sticking firm to the sunnah his sunnah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the sunnah of the khulafa rashidin the rightly guided khalifas those who are guided and guide to the right way cling firmly and stubbornly and like the molar of your teeth and be aware of the newly invented matters because verily every bidah is indeed misguidance and this hadith is narrated in the sunan of abi dawood and uh, tirmidhi rahimahumullah ta'ala and tirmidhi said regarding this hadith is hasanun sahih that is sound and it's good and there's different explanation as it means to hasan and sahih and this is not the majal for us to deal with that today but generally some ulama have said hasan means is hasan in some chain is is sound in some chain and is sahih which is stronger in other chains so therefore he calls it hasan and sahih and that's some of the statements of the ulama but again it's an issue which requires uh, 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 a bit of time but generally it means that this hadith in essence is acceptable and it's a high level of acceptance a nuqtatul ula as relates to this hadith we deal with some benefits the first is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi the, the sahaba they said radiyallahu an uh, this uh, sahabi jalil al irbad he said wa adana rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he gave us an admonition he gave us an admonition and this is from the way of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he would give his sahaba he would counsel his sahaba he would give them admonition and it an effective admonition an admonition that was baligha that was immense and it reminds them of allah atazkiru billah reminding them of jannah reminding them of the fire of al ba'ath wa nushur of the resurrection and yawm al qiyamah and this is the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam following the way of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says wa'idhum and admonish them as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said in surah an-nisa and this is also important as this day and age the admonition is something which people mock they mock the admonition they want to deal with politics and siyasa But the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his farewell uh, uh, 
sermon to his sahaba radiyallahu an wa'adhahum wa'adhana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam wa'idatan wajilat minhal qulub it was an immense admonition that touched the hearts and made the eyes fill of tears and dread and 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 and, and make them tear and this is the effect of the admonition of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam so it's upon us that when we ad- give admonition that we have that which touches the heart and no doubt that which touches the heart is a tawhid and sticking to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and having the iman in the hereafter and that which occurs in the hereafter and having taqwa of allah and remembering allah all of that is connected to tawhid every single aspect of the mawida is connected to tawhid which is why ibn qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala said al-quran kulluhu tawhid all of the quran is tawhid la ilaha illallah so the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave a mawida wajilat min al-qulub effective mawida effective admonition that touched their hearts and made them cry reminding them of the hereafter reminding them of taqwa reminding them of the rights of allah the virtues of allah the names and attributes of allah the tawhid of allah the love of allah staying away from the anger of allah so as the heart is touched and it would encourage the individual to obedience what happened when the sahaba they received this admonition this is what happened faqulna ya rasulullah ka'annaha mawidatun muwaddi he said oh messenger of allah it's like it's a farewell sermon it means ay ka'anna hadha yadullu ala qurbi ajalik is a sift this is a sign that you are going that you are dying because it's from the norm that an individual when they are traveling or when they are dying or when their death is near that they give advice that they give advice and the advice that they give is the most potent advice that they can give that they themselves possess and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave the advice of taqwa why the sahaba which is point number 3 the sahaba radiyallahu anhum they said awsina give us advice and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave that advice usikum bi taqwa allah azza wa jal والسمع والطاعة وإن تأمر عليكم عبد فإنه من يعيش منكم فسيرى اختلافا كثيرا فعليكم بالسنة وسنة الخلفاء الراشدين so the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave that advice and the first advice he gave was the advice of taqwa and that is following the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ولقد وصينا الذين اوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم واياكم ان تتقوا الله and we have given admonition and counsel and advice to those who have been given the book before you and to you that you should have taqwa of Allah so that was the first the taqwa is the, is the wasiyah of the awwalin and the akhirin the taqwa having taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is from the advice of the people of before and the, and the people to come usikum bi taqwa Allah advise with the taqwa of Allah and that is with fi'l al-awamir and that is by uh complying to the commands wa tarku nawahi and staying away from the prohibition raja' al-thawabihi 
seek hoping for the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa khawfan min iqabihi and fearing, fearing the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is taqwa. And that is the individual is bayn al-khawfi wa raja. The individual is between fear and hope. Hoping for the reward from Allah that pushes him to obedience and fearing the punishment of Allah and that t- keeps him away from the disobedience. The next advice he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and that is obeying the ruler. Obeying the ruler. Because in obeying the ruler, there is peace in the society. General Kalima. And it's a benefit for the dunya and for the deen of the individuals in that community, in that society. And it's a benefit for their deen, the dunya and their deen. Naam. Hear and obey and don't disobey the ruler. And that barakalafikum is an important nasiha of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam because we find is a major issue uh, which was in, uh, innovated by the Khawarij in reviling the ruler and speaking against the ruler, the Khawarij, al Qaidiyah, those who sit on their chairs and speak in public publicly against a ruler or those who hold up arms against a ruler, they are opposing this advice of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they're hearing and obeying. But rather he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said Adinun Nasiha Adinun Nasiha Adinun Nasiha Kulna Liman Kala Lillahi Wali Kitabi Wali Rasuli Wali Aimatin Muslimin Ahmatihim. Then Deen the religion is advice. The religion is advice and we said to who? And he said to Allah, obeying Allah, obeying Allah and obeying the Messenger. And implementing the book and implementing the Sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And li'a'immatin muslimin, advice to the ruler. And the advice to the ruler. The ruler is not ma'asum. The ruler is not infallible. He's a human being. Kullu bani Adam khata'a. Khaydu khata'ina tawabun. Every children of Adam make error. Err, err, or make errors and mistakes. The best of those who repent. So they need nasiha like you need nasiha when you make a mistake. Allah tuhtiya Abdullah. Do you not err? You are the ra'i of your household. You are the ruler of your household. Do you rule according to the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, your household? I'm sure you make mistakes. We all do. But is, is there a revolt in your household? Your children revolt against you? Decide not to obey you? Cause anarchy in your house? No, nobody wants this. So why is it the ruler who is a human being who makes the mistake, the Muslim ruler? Who, whose job is more complicated and difficult than yours? His responsibility is more than yours. And if he makes a, a mistake, he is advised. As the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Man arada and yansah lidhi sultan falyakhud biyadihi. Whoever wants to advise the ruler, then take him by his hand in private, not in public. This is the manhaj al This is the pro- prophetic methodology. Asam wa ta'a. And of course, la ta'ata li makhlukin fi ma'asiyatillah. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith in Sahih Bukhari Muslim and hadith Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu hadith Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu la ta'a 
No disobedience. No obedience. La ta'a. No obedience. Limakhluk. To the creation. Fi ma'asiyatillah. In the disobedience of Allah. Bila shak. But we advise the ruler. With hikmah. And that's the job of the ulama. The ulama such as Bin Baz always advises the ruler. Sheikh Rabi'i. We witness him advising. Sending letters to the ruler. Advising them in private. This is the manhaj nabuwa. This is the prophetic methodology. Privately. Do you want to be advised publicly, Ya Abdullah? When you err? Or would you like to be advised in secret? And repent to your Lord. Advise with good manners. Advise with hujaj. Advise with proofs. No doubt we want to be advised like this. لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه None of you truly believes until he wants for himself or for his so until he wants for his brother what he wants for yourself. The ruler is your brother Abdullah. Treat him how you want to be treated, Ya Abdullah. So from the methodology of the salaf is that the the rulers are advised in secret with hikmah and gentleness and respect for verily they are of a station of responsibility that is looking after the, uh, the, 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 the realm just as you want to be respected when you're looking after your realm in your house. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised with obeying, the hearing and obeying the ruler. Then after that point number four, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave an advice of ittiba'i sunnah in the ikhtilaf. And that is following the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and following the sunnah of the Khulafa Rashidin in times of differing, when there is differing. And that is that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَرَ اخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا those of you who live long will soon see different. This is the sign of the prophethood of the Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Alamatul Nabuwa again is a sign of the prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. In that he said, "For man yaish minkum, whoever's going to live long will see a lot of different." There was no different at the time of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So therefore, this is a revelation to the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam from Allah subhanahu wa taala that they will be different. That there will be opposition and differing. And that is a differing in the usul of the deen. Differing rela- relates to ara, opinions. Differing relates to actions. Difference as it relates to a'mal. So what is the ilaj? What is the cure of this situation when there are differing? The Messenger sallallahu gave the ilaj. Al-ilaju at-tamassuku bi-sunnati rasuli sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The cure and the remedy for that different is taken to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is mentioned in the Quran. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, فَإِن تَنَزَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ If you dispute with anything, يعني فَإِن تَنَزَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ شَيْءٍ Nakira to feed umum. If you differ in anything, shayin nakira 
indefinite anything for a Allah or a salt and turn it back to Allah, take it back to Allah, and you take it back to the Quran, take it back to the to Rasul, take it back to the Messenger, take it back to the Sunnah. That's the remedy, that's the cure, not opinions. Taking the opinion of an individual. We are people of delil. We are people of hujaj. We are people of evidence. Evidence and proofs. We don't take it back to somebody's opinion. You have your opinion. We follow that opinion based upon delil. You say that this person is a sa'afuq, a sa'afiqa. We take the delil. What's your proof? You want hujaj. You say that this person is this and this person is that. We want proof. You tell me to pray like this and pray like that. I need delil. There are differences between two people. We follow the the, the delil, the hujah. We don't follow the nationality. We don't follow the fact that he's Nigerian. We don't follow the fact that he is Pakistani. We don't follow the fact that he is Somali. We don't follow the fact that he is white. We don't follow the fact that he's black, that he's from my tribe, that he's my brother, that he's my father, or that he's my mother. We follow Dalil. This is what makes us distinct from all of the other religions. We follow 100% Dalil. And this makes the Salafi distinct from all of those other groups that are Ashabul Khilaf, those Ashabul Ikhtilaf, the groups of differing, because we follow Dalil. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, سَتَفْتَرِقُ هَذِي الْأُمَّةِ إِلَى ثَلَاثٍ وَسَبِعِينَ فِرْقَةٍ كُلُّهَا فِي النَّارِ إِلَّا وَاحِدًا That this Ummah will split into 73 sects, all of them in the hellfire. Except one. Man whom ya Rasulullah, man kan ala mithli ma'ana alayhi al-yawm ashabi. Whoever is upon what I'm upon today are my companions. Barakallahu feekum. These 72 sects, they are not people of hujjah because they're not upon the dalil. And the dalil is that which is what the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was upon and his companions. That's what we're about. This is our da'wah. This is our call, nothing else. We follow the dalil. We follow evidence and proofs. Because that is the ilaj in the different that is going to happen and that has happened that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned. Alaykum bi sunnati. Upon you is my sunnah. Follow the delil. Follow the evidence. In times of differing, Ya Abdullah. In times of differing, Ya Amatullah. The ilaj, the remedy has been given to us. And that is following the sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it's not a choice. It's an obligation. Alaykum bi sunnati. Hadi kalima bi al amr. Alaykum, upon you is my sunnah, yani follow my sunnah. Ilzimu, ilzamu sunnati, stick firm to my sunnah. Not half heartedly, 100% your full heart. This is the remedy, and if we don't follow the sunnah, 
there will be no, the remedy will not be there. The, 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 the ikhlaf will continue. And the more people stay away from the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa and the sunnah of the, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, the differing will increase. So it's upon us, every single one of us, to stick to the sunnah and stick to the delil. Point number six, and that is the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَسُنَّةِ الْقُلُفَاءِ الرَّاشِدِينَ الْمَهْدِيِينَ مِنْ بَعْدِي and that is the sunnah of the right for the rightly guided uh, uh, khulafa Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali, radiyallahu anhum ajma'in. Fa barakallahu fikum inna min as-sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi from the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and that is going back to the way of the Sahaba. That is from the Sunnah. And the Sahaba, which is point number seven, the Khulfar Rashidin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he gave them three characteristics. The first characteristic, Al Khulafa. The first characteristics of this Sahaba, these four that he mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is that they're Al Khulafa. And that is that they are Khulafa. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They are those who took over after the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ikhtarahum Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah told them to be the, to have the khilafah after the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And to look after the Muslims and to lead the Muslims after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu he mentioned regarding the Sahaba, whom abaru nasi kuluba. They're the most righteous of hearts. Ikhtarum Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the suhati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah chose them to be companions of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the first character is their khulafa. The second is a rashidin. And a rashid is that they are upright, that they are not oppressive. They're not deviant, they're for whom Rashidun radiyallahu an. They're upright, good, in opposition to deviance. And the third characteristic, Al Mahdiin. And the Mahdiin is Jamu Mahdi. They're the ones who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided to the truth and correctness. And Allah guided them. And this is a shahada of the Messenger وسلم, for them. When the Messenger says Mahdiyeen, he called them Mahdiyeen. He called them Mahdiyeen, meaning that they are guided, which is a refutation against the Rafida. It's a refutation against the Rafida and the Shia, and a refutation against the Khawarij, and a refutation against every single individual that opposes and, and speaks ill and discredits the Sahaba. They're Mahdiyeen, they're guided. So therefore, we follow their guidance. فَإِنْ آمِنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدِهْ تَدَوْ And if they believe like you believe, and then they, they will be guided. If they believe like you, the Messenger وسلم, believed, and your Sahaba عنهم, believed, they will be guided. They're the Mahdi and they're the guided ones, those who took from the Messenger وسلم. And the eighth point that we're going to mention is that the Messenger وسلم, made extra tawqeed. تَمَسَّكُ بِهَا Stick firm to it, extra emphasis. 
like the molar of your teeth, double emphasis, showing the importance and the potent nature of this advice of sticking to the sunnah and sticking to the sunnah of the Khulafa Rashidin, Tamasaku Biha. Hold on tight to it, emphasis. And hold firm to it like the molar in your teeth. Double emphasis. And that is emphasis after emphasis of sticking to the sunnah of the Messenger in times of trials and tribulations, in in times of differing. And this is happening all the time. Allah will not leave us the beliefs upon thereupon until there is a distinction between the pure and the corrupted. And that is the sign that there will be ikhtilaf, there will be masaib, there will be fitan, there will be trials, there will be differing. And in that time, emphasis after emphasis on sticking to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam is required so we advise ourselves advise our families our parents and our children in times of these times of trials we we emphasize the importance of sticking to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the sunnah of the khulafa rashidin the ninth point is the statement of the Messenger Sallallahu And that is that the Messenger Sallallahu after advising to stick into the Sunnah, he warns against innovative matters. And this brings us, Barakallahu Fikum, to an important fa'idah. And that is that in this advice of the Messenger Sallallahu he advised with good and warned against evil. He advised with good and warned against evil. Alaykum bi sunnati. Sunnati khulufai rashidin. Good. Wa iyaakum wa muhadathati l'umur. And stay away from newly invented matters. Warning against evil. Just like la ilaha illallah. Negation and affirmation. Calling to the khair and warning against the sharr. And this is a refutation against people who are opposed to the refutations. And the rudud against batil. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he warned against Bida before Bida even came. He warned against Bida and invent and newly invented matters before Bida came. There was no Bida at the time of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before he came, he warned against it, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So what about when Bida is so prevalent, when Bida is so widespread, and the people of deviance, and the people of Hizbiyah, and the people of Bida, they say we don't want to talk about that. Let's, let's speak let's let's talk about that which we agree upon and forget about that which we oppose. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam warned against Bidah when there was no Bidah. And you're telling us not to warn against Bidah when the Bidah is widespread and is polluting the mujtama and is polluting societies and affecting people. Is that the manhaj of Nabuwa? La, the manhaj of Nabuwa is manhaj of Salafiya. The Salafi methodology is the manhaj of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's the Sunnah. Salafiya is following the Sunnah, and that is calling to Khair, calling to the good. That is an obedience to Allah, an obedience to the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. In this case, in this hadith, alaykum bi sunnati, and warning against evil, and that is the disobedience of Allah and disobedience of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and that is in this here hadith. So in it is a refutation against Bidah and a call 
to that which is good, and that is following the sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa the calling to good and forbidding the evil. The tenth and uh, point that we want to mention here is that the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa says, وَكُلُّ بِدَعْتٍ ضَلَعَلَى And every bid'ah is astray. And this kullu, every, فَلَيُّ stethna شَيْءٌ مِنَ bidah. No bid'ah is, not one bid'ah, not any bid'ah is good. Every single bid'ah, innovation is evil. Even if it's beautified. Because the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, says, وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَعَلَى He said, kullu, every, Bid'atin nekira, which is indefinite, tafidul umum, every bid'ah is dolala, is astray, without an exception, without an exception. And finally, we say, Barakallahu fikum, wa wafaqana wa iyakum, fi ta'atillah, wa ala ta'atillah, wa itiba'i surati rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, fa inna hadha al-hadith, عظيم يشتمل على وصايا عظيمة من تمسك بها فإنه ينجو من الفتن وخطر والضلال وتشعب العراء والأفكار And that is that this hadith is an amazing hadith comprises of advice amazing advice that the one who clings to this advice then he will be successful and safe from the fitan, from the trials and deviance and dangers and erroneous opinions and ideologies. And is from the blessings of Allah and, of, and the virtues of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the believers that he has clarified this path. And that the book of Allah is still amongst us pure and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam is still amongst us pure and preserved is preserved this is from the blessings of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so from the signs of the gratitude uh, of this blessing is that we hold firm to this blessing of the book of allah and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam in all our affairs and especially in the times of fitan and trials and ikhtilaf wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen